It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnReds.com, it is great to be with you in today. Well, today is a great day in Reds history. We're going to get to that. We're going to lead with that. Also, we'll discuss the, the 2018 Reds. And not only the 2018 Reds, but what they got in their final series of the weekend, or, or of the season, excuse me, a weekend of baseball ahead at Great American Ballpark. But I want to start with what today was. And it was eight years ago on this date that Jay Bruce hit a ninth inning walk-off home run that clinched the National League Central Championship. My God, it feels longer than eight years ago. It feels like 82 years ago. And I'll tell you where I was, and yes, I have Marty's call right here. I was in my first, so I graduated high, 09. I was class of 09, 27 years old. Um, and so I was in my first house that wasn't my parents' house. I moved out in early 2010 or that summer, that summer. Anyways, so I'm at my, my college house, which was in, in Deer Park, if you guys are familiar with, with Cincinnati. I know we have listeners all across the country, but in Deer Park. And it was really close to UC Raymond Walters where I went to school. And it's four guys, basically a frat house. And me and one of my roommates at the time, still really good friends, by the way, were obviously waiting to see something awesome for the Reds. We're both around the same age. He's a couple of years older than me. Doesn't really, or doesn't at all remember the 90 team. Obviously, 95 was fun, but he was still really young, as was I. This was like the Reds' first like playoff team. 99 is my favorite Reds team ever, but 2010, they were going to the playoffs. There was no doubt, and it was just a matter of when. And I go. It's the ninth inning. Jay Bruce is up. No one's on, and I'm like, okay, it's 2-2. I- I'm going to get up, and I'm going to grab, I don't know, go, go to the, the kitchen for something. It might have been to get a cold one. It might have been. Who knows what it was for? I walk out of the room for two seconds, and I hear, oh, Bruce did it. He did it. And I'm like, ah, oh, he's he's BSing me because this is something you know that's something college roommates do is they BS. He did it, and he starts jumping around, and I walk in, and he had done it. So I missed it on TV for about eight seconds. Walk in, and it was the happiest time uh, ever. I mean, I mean, ever because they were going to the playoffs. That was it. They were going, and no one tells it better than Marty Brenneman. I still get goosebumps. Hearing this, this is Marty Brenneman, Reds Radio Network, on this date eight years ago. So here's Burdick, and here's Bruce. And a high fly ball, center field. He hit it a ton. It's gone. And the 2010 Central Division Championship belongs to the Cincinnati Reds. Jay Bruce explodes the first pitch into the grass and straight away center field. He is being mobbed by his teammates. They met him at home plate. They ran him up the first base foul line. They're approaching the mound. The bullpenners are coming out and everybody's getting in on the celebration 
at the mound as the crowd roars here at Great American Ballpark. The first pitch he rockets onto the lawn and straight away center field. His 22nd home run of the season and this one belongs to the Reds. What a scene down on the field. The players, it all belongs to them out beyond the mound. The coaching staff, the manager, they come in very, very slowly. Jay Bruce, the happiest young man in this ballpark, he had a rough night until he got what he wanted and hit it out of here to center field. A home run that wins the game and wraps up the National League Central Division Championship. Final score, Reds 3, Houston 2. That is how it sounded on the Reds radio network. This is how it sounded. I'll be honest. This is a an accurate assessment of how it sounded me and my college roommate, Matt, when this happened. You ready? It was, he did it! He did it! Oh, my God, Jay Bruce! And I'm running, oh, my God, he did it! And we started jumping up and down and all around, and it's just... I wanted to remind you, I wanted to do that today and start the podcast off with that because, by God, when's the next time you're going to get to do that? When's the next time you're going to get to do that? I I have no idea. And I just, those are memories I cherish. Like, I, I loved the 99 team. The 2010 team was kind of out of nowhere. I don't think anyone expected that going into the season. They were ahead of schedule. And that was the the surprise year. And obviously we know what happened against the Phillies, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. That team, we were starved. This town was starved for a competent baseball team. And they got that and so much more in 2010. So much more. They had a rally on Fountain Square to see them off before they went to Philadelphia. So much fun. And that was a really good Phillies team. But man, what a fun year. What a fun time. Joey Votto gets MVP. Jay Bruce is hitting. I mean, think about that team. You got Scott Rowland, Brandon Phillips, that rotation. Oh, that rotation. What would you give to have that rotation right now? I'm throwing my pen around just thinking of it in frustration. Bruce did it! I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. Uh, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next... Let's talk about the 2018 version of these Cincinnati Reds, which if they go 2-1 and one this weekend, they're going to do something that no other team has done. We'll talk about that and preview the weekend ahead. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. So if the Reds this weekend go 2-1, and one, they will be 68-94. and 94. And I saw this note from Joel Luckup. On Twitter. Yesterday, Joel tweeted that no team has had an identical record three years straight. Well, I've been telling people this for about a month since it, it seemed like there's a chance that they would finish with the same record. You know, consistency deserves something. Consistency. There's something to be said about consistency. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um, Anthony DiScofani on the mound tonight. 7-7 seven and seven on the year of 4.91 earned run average. Uh, it's a 641st pitch. Tickets on vivid seats, pretty, pretty cheap. You can get a bunch of them. Take a, a whole party there if you want. The weather's supposed to be awesome. And uh, use promo code locked on. Save yourself some money with vivid seats and the vivid seats app. Nick Kingham on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's five and seven 
on the year, a 5.23 earned run average. So chance there, um, chance there to hit him around a little bit. This this order, this um, Reds lineup certainly needs to get in gear. They've been awful recently. Then tomorrow, it's a 4-10 first pitch where Lorenzen will be on the mound. for Michael Lorenzen comes in at a, a, with a 3-2 and two record, a 3.35 earned run average, and uh, he's pitched well this year. He, he certainly has pitched well. Um, and, and then looking, just, just looking ahead in, again, there's going to be no clinch miss. Either way, the, the Pirates have nothing to play for. The Reds have nothing to play for. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Jamison Talion on the mound for the Pirates, 14-9 and on the year. A 3.16 earned run average has struck out 172 and walked 46. Can, we, can the, the Reds add him somehow? Can they, can they get him? He's a guy I, I wouldn't mind bringing aboard. Hey, come on. Get, get on the, the Reds bandwagon. This train ain't stopping for no one. <laughs> and then Sunday, it's the final game in uh, Sauramano going to pitch. He's 8-11 on the year with a 5.37 earned run average. Going up against Steven Brault, who's 5-3 and three on the season with a 4.79 earned run average. I think Sal Romano, uh, the Tyler Malleys of the world, the Cody Reeds of the world, those are the guys that in a perfect world would be battling for that final spot in the rotation next year. The final spot. And if this team is going to somehow turn it around, they're going to have to get this rotation on another level. I mean, we talk about the 2010 team. Think about that rotation. Think about it. Now, thinking about it again, and it's just it's night and day. I'm going to look it up here just to make sure I don't leave anyone out. But that team was just on another level. And, yeah, looking here makes sense. Aaron Harang wasn't really a huge factor on that team, if you remember. Bronson Arroyo, Johnny Cueto, Mike Leake, Travis Wood, Homer Bailey, Sam LeCure. I mean, think about some of those names. How many of those guys? And Aaron Harang, I mean, he pitched in, let's see, he was 6-7 and seven on the year. He pitched in 22 games. Um, but Bronson, his normal 30 starts. Cueto gave you 31 starts. Uh, Arroyo finished with, with 33 total starts. Uh, Travis Wood pitched well, started 17 games. They, they only used six starting pitchers, you know? I mean, that that to me – oh, I lied. They used some other starting pitchers, uh, especially towards the end of the year. But those six guys – you also had Edison Volquez, who pitched uh, 12 games, Sam LeCure. How many of those guys in their prime would be the ace on this team? Arroyo Wood? Cueto Wood, Leak Wood, even then. Harang, not that year, but certainly Wood. Edison Volquez might be. Sam LeCure up there. Homer Bailey then, yeah, started 19 games. So that's the difference, you know? And I, I just think back, the anniversary of Clinchmas, I wanted to talk about that instead of previewing a, a weekend of baseball. Let, let's be honest. A lot of you are just looking ahead to the offseason. I think it'll be John Farrell, manager. Doesn't really matter who the manager is if you don't have pitching. Hopefully the Reds can figure that out this offseason. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Have a great weekend. And a reminder, we're going to talk all things Reds offseason all offseason long. 
including whoever they bring in as manager. The latest on the trade front. I think they'll make some trades. I think they'll make some free agent signings as well. Locked on Reds is your home for all things Reds, including off-season coverage. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and check out LockedOnReds.com. Until Monday, I'm James Erpine. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.